Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, thank you for joining the Superior Power in Black America show. This is our 15th episode, and we just want to welcome everybody for tuning in. We we want this show to be a platform for informative information. The, 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 The main thing about this platform is that not only can I express my own thoughts, but we take calls in, and so people can express their own thoughts as well. So, good evening, everybody. Again, welcome to the Superior Power in Black America show with your host, Darrell D., that is me, and co-host, my lovely wife, Mrs. Monique. I'm very proud of my wife, Monique. She is continuing her progress in her pursuit to becoming a special education teacher. She cannot be here tonight. She is attending class. Again, it is a rigorous course. And, boy, let me tell you, sometimes she is very tired, but she continues to press on, and that is the most important thing. You know, if you're going to be successful with anything that you do, then you will have to have diligence, commitment, and a sense of working hard even when the tough when the uh going gets tough you got to get out there man so she wants to make a difference in the lives of many special needs children and she is well on her way i admire her passion and drive she's actually my idol <clears throat> my best friend you know so I actually married uh, the girl of my dreams. I know that's not part of the topic, but I did uh, 18 years ago. So um, she's still the girl of my dreams. Hallelujah. Anyway, we invite everyone to call in and be a part of our hot topics and conversation. You are welcome to call in on the number 347-989-0180. Again, be our guest and call 347 347- Nine eight nine zero one eight zero. Press one to add your voice to the conversation. When you press one, you get into the queue. Uh, we all have differences of opinions. Here is the place where you can express your opinion. All we ask is that you stay on topic and be respectful. Our broadcast time is seven to eight p.m. on Thursday nights, uh, eight to nine Eastern. Uh, 7 to 8 Central. So, again, tonight, as always, I do want to mention 
Queen Mother for Real Productions. Uh, she, Ia Awafalola. When I met her, um, it was it was because I heard a, a program that she had hosted. <clears throat> it was uh, Kenneth Jones uh, show, and he he uh, he's got a he's got a platform about urban America, and he talks about all of the hot topics and everything that's important to our own growth. So when I heard Kenneth, I was very intrigued, and I wanted to uh, speak with Kenneth. So she invited me onto the show, and we did. We did. A, I, I was a guest, and then she said, "Well, come on, man. You know, you have a lot to say. Let's get with this." And so I, I owe her every gratitude because if it was not for her, I don't think I would have had the. Um, I don't think I would have had the courage to get into something like this. So with her guidance and her uh, initiative, I was drawn in, man. So I, I'm, I'm really indebted to Queen Mother. We lost Ia, our Falola, uh, about a month and a half ago, two months maybe. <clears throat> we are still in mourning. You know, the reason why we are in mourning is because Ia was a exceptional young lady. And the one thing that she gave was all her love. And so we definitely want to shout out to Ia, uh, and thank you again. Now, the show is actually, the production now is being headed up by uh, Imani Dawson and Kenneth Jones, uh, again, one of the other hosts. And so we definitely want to thank them for taking the reins and pushing this, uh, this platform. So I definitely want to tell you about, well, the, the main thing is when Great minds converge, great things happen. And so, Ia Awafalola, Kenneth Jones, Imani Dawson, Darrell D., Monique, Ms. Monique, we consider ourselves great minds. So, uh, the foundation of this show, just so everyone will know, I always have to reiterate this, is based on the book, The Superior Power in Black America. <clears throat> it was written by me, Darrell D., there are three major points, and this book discusses they are self-help and self-sufficiency. The fact that the black community has the ability to eliminate resources such as food stamps, general assistance, and government handouts of any type. Uh, we have the power. We could put our resources together, and we could pay for our own First Steps programs, Fresh Start programs for people that need uh, bankruptcy assistance. You know, we can start all of these programs and run them ourselves. We don't need government handouts for that. The second thought is this book also discusses the need for unity, self-love, and pride in our black culture. We must study African history in order to draw from the power within our own heritage. Also, gaining knowledge of the importance of what our productivity and spending contributes to our economy. The only way of controlling our wealth is by becoming informed of how we spend and where we spend. Our wealth must benefit us. This book, has also developed into a movement called 
FIBA, where you can go and join and build. This is where you can go and join and where we build wealth. So definitely uh, go to our website, www.tspiba.com, and, um, you know, check the website out. If, you, if you're interested, definitely join. I think I have someone on my line, uh, Kenneth Jones, maybe. Are you there, Kenneth? Yes, that's me. Good I'm afternoon, here. Kenneth. Thank you so much for joining the show, man. Um, I really yeah, appreciate you being you? here. How you feeling, uh, brother? I'm feeling okay. You better tell Monique, man. I'm going to be filling in her seat, man, for, uh, full time. You know, she wants she she wants me to move the show to a different time slot so that she can be a part of it. She misses it so much, Ken, and uh, she has expressed that to me. I'm not one that likes to jump around a lot. I think that for consistency's sake, you know, we need to get into a place and then stay there. People will understand where we are, when we are. But if we keep moving around, then... You know that doesn't that doesn't for me it doesn't spell stability, so I'm not right. I don't know about that yet. So how have you been, man? I've been doing okay. Been doing okay. It's been it's been uh productive. It's been productive. Well, how about you? Uh, well, Ken, I've been um I gotta tell you, man, I've been up and I've been down, man. Uh, one thing. I am excited about where we headed uh, in our progress on the show and in the Superior Power in Black America organization. I'm, I'm happy about that, but I'm disappointed that um, we're not we're not effective yet. You know, we haven't uh, got the gotten to a number in membership that we can begin to make a difference. You know, uh, it takes time. time. Of the- it takes time, brother. Dow. It takes time. You know this this type of battle that we in is on three different levels. You talk about uh, the economic battle, uh, and also you talk about separation, and then you talk about awareness. You talk about changing behavior. We have been conditioned, like I tried to say last week. That's the word I'm looking for. Condition. I couldn't uh, use the word last week. We have been conditioned for hundreds of years to live a certain way and uh, and to come now with an alternative uh, uh, ideology about how we should uh, make progress as a culture. It's going to take some time. Like you said, we may never see it, but long as we move forward, you know, and we see that there, uh, there's an issue, and we see that we had to follow up. Let's just keep on following. We got to stay in the course. Got to be consistent. What happened? Believe you, believe you not. People are downloading your shows and hearing what you have to say. You know, so the only thing you can do is just keep on doing what you're doing. <clears throat> I, I believe that, Ken. I, I really do, man. You know, and one thing about it, uh, you you write in everything that you say, and we didn't get here overnight. And so getting out of this mess is going to take way than more than just overnight. We're not going to come out of it. But I do want to go into the topic, though, Ken. Uh, one of our, mm-hmm. the, the first topic that we have is 
the fact that um, we wanted to discuss black businesses in uh, in America because I, I want to illustrate that we're not uh, um, we're not second class citizens when it comes down to black businesses. Did you know that uh, black-owned businesses accounted for 28.2% of businesses in the District of Columbia? That is one-third of the total population. Hmm. You there, that, that's Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, a, that's a, a significant amount of businesses in the District of Columbia. But my only concern it, is that... Uh, we have a lot of people uh, on the community level that are self-employed and they need that niche to push them uh, uh, in the right way to give them the tools that they they could uh, that that they could participate in community prosperity and uh, the people that have made it in businesses. You know, they train with other, they trading with other, other cultures and countries and whomever, you know. But I wonder if they feel that they are part of our struggle, which I feel that they don't. I mean, back in the 20s and the 30s, historically, uh, black businesses had got into the fight, had got into the argument, had got into political discussions. You know, uh, 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 Willie Willie Randolph, uh, his wife. The reason why he was able to do what he could do, his wife was a successful businesswoman. So businesses have been a part of uh, Dr. King. Um, you know, the black businesses have been on the front lines in our struggle, but I don't know where they are today. Uh, and I think as far as the, uh, the economic business uh, development in our community, we have to really start on the community level because I think the corp, the black corporate world is is so bogged down with keeping up with the traditional global corporate uh, world. Well, you know what, Ken? Uh, it's funny you should mention uh, where we are today because I can tell you, man, uh, I, I pulled some information and I got a chart. It's a updated chart on black demographics um, uh, created by blackdemographics.com. Now, what this chart shows is the industries that uh, black businesses are strong in and what the industries are that we are weak in. Uh, so the number one industry is um, information. And so black businesses thrive in the end of information industry, and we earn over $20.5 billion a year in that industry. Can you believe that? Yes, I can believe it, but black uh, as, I keep on, as I keep on saying, $25 billion uh, uh, in the information industry. We talked about media, social media, what have you, right? But that, that's correct. Information that twenty-five billion dollars is coming to our community. Well, it doesn't. That's the whole point. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, we'll use Reagan's term. It doesn't trickle down. You know. It. It. In fact, it trickles up. <laughs> I think that was well, a that's big capitalism. Bam- that's capitalism. Well, for sure. 
for sure. You know, that is the way capitalism is. You, the rich get richer. You invest more, and you earn more. And the poor don't get nothing. And the poor don't get nothing. The worker the work, the worker, the, the, the menial worker is the bottom of the barrel, and all you do is get enough money to get back to work. So that is not a life uh, that that is conducive to you becoming wealthy by any means. And so when we have our young brothers and sisters talking about, and our mothers, uh, the a little bit of the older generation, the generation before me, uh, had this bad. All you need is a good job. Well, that is the biggest farce ever, because a job doesn't it doesn't you don't benefit from the uh, you know, from the profits of the, of the company. And so having a job is not the answer, you know, if you really want to be successful in, in America. Yes, you're right. And uh, well, uh, like there's uh, <clears throat> an old saying that if you work for somebody, you never get rich. But see, all of that is capitalism. Capitalism is about division. Capitalism is about... Uh, uh, the top 1%. Capitalism is about trade, you know, but capitalism does not, it's the, capitalism does not benefit everyone, but uh, and, and, and more or less, less, more people does not, do not benefit from uh, uh, capitalism. And uh, we need an alternative economic stream for us to benefit our people. And because and, I'm very concerned because the past eight years, Wall Street benefit, the corporate world benefit, but not the community level benefit. You know, uh, 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 Bush years, the eight years, the corporate world benefit, they got big bailouts and they were for the war to get rich. And, uh, uh, but, the community level that did not uh, uh, benefit, whereas uh, historically in World War II, when uh, the United States benefit, everyone benefited. Everyone got the jobs and the increase in salary. Got they were able to uh, the, the cost of living. But in the last, I say, 16 years, uh, uh, on the community level, we. Uh, they, uh, we have not seen any progress economically. I think we're going backwards. I disagree with the uh, four four percent four no the four point four percent increase in the in the uh, in unemployment. You know, I mean decrease uh, in unemployment. But I, I, there's a whole lot of black and brown that I see are still unemployed and struggling. And I, I, I know that's right. I know that's right. But let me just let me just offer this. Um, I you know I'm not a I'm a fan of capitalism. You know I think that uh, if you are just a 13 percent of a population of 300 million, so that makes you about 42 million, 43 million. If you are that size of a body and you spend. trillion a year, I think that uh, you are already a capitalist, but you don't live like one. I think that you already are in that upper echelon 
of wealth. Now, the trick is how do you get it back? How do you get your money back uh, after you have earned all of this and it has now been systematically uh, confiscated from you, somehow ciphered from your hands? How do you get that back? That's where we are. We're in a situation where our capitalism competes. You know, we have black-owned businesses and we have people that want to be millionaires and that are millionaires. Our capitalism competes. It doesn't compete in a conglomerate way, uh, but that's a tragedy. But the fact that the benefit is there because the money itself is there, if we spend $1.1 trillion and we are only 13%, we are already supposed to be kin wealthy supervisors and managers at the very least. Every 42 million person should already at least be a millionaire because we haven't just started. Well, yeah, I think what you're speaking of, Daryl, and it's more, uh, uh, even though you, you may love capitalism because you're an economist, but, but, but what you're speaking of is cooperative economics, which, which I think goes against all capitalism because in capitalism, people are supposed to suffer. People are supposed to be poor. People are not supposed to be the same. If somebody lives in a, a, a palace, uh, there's another guy living in a mansion, and another guy lives in, in, a, in, in a one room, and another guy lives in a, a, maybe a, 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 a traditional house. That's what capitalism breeds. Capitalism breeds division, division of labor, and and and, and management, and corporate corporate and execs. They get the perks. Uh, they 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 get the larger percentages than than the people on the bottom ground, on the lower middle ground. So, but that's what capitalism wants. That's I mean, I could understand that point, but. I also believe that that all, that has everything to do with classes, Ken. And 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 for one thing, I believe that, uh, and this is it's we we're not there, but I believe that if we divide ourselves uh, in classes according to our capitalistic beliefs and our capitalistic position in our society, I believe that uh, we should already be in that 13% class. So if you think about uh, the 1%, Ken, the 1% that's like a triangle is at the very top. It's at the very top. So not many people can be at the very top, so it's 1%. But then as the the, uh, triangle widens, it comes down to the 5%, the 10%, and then the 13%. And so if you think about it, if we are the 13%, we are already at the top, and it is the 50% and the 80% down on the bottom, you know, the majority of of, um, uh, of the population that uh, spreads out and don't and cannot and will not uh, benefit from the total wealth. But it is the 1%, and if we're talking about uh, capitalism and class, we are already in that 13%, uh, just below the 1%, which puts us in that uh, capitalistic 
position, man. We just ain't living that. Well, the question I had to ask you, what do you think most black folks are in that triangle? Are they at the top, the 13, or the 80? Which one? We're not, we're not even in the triangle. We're below the triangle right now, man. Well, that's we're not problem. even living. That's the problem. Yeah. That, that, and, okay, so and that's what I mean by... That's what I mean by capitalism does not benefit the community level. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that, but I still feel that, uh, you know, if that we are we're supposed to be the part of that capitalistic uh, uh, part of the society that does benefit because of our class and because of our numbers. Our numbers indicate that's where we should be. 13% creating $1.1 trillion of spending, that puts you in that capitalistic, you know, and, yeah, it's unfair, but we should be above and not below. So we are out of our rightful place. And we got to ask us why we're not. You see, that's, you see, we can figure out why we are not. That the answer is right in there, and and uh, and like I said, all to get to that thirteen percent. Now you talk about we're not even on the triangle. Board. We're not in. We're and not even in the triangle. We're below it. We're living yeah, way below. Yeah, that's we're not even on the triangle board. We're below it. We don't even get. That's right. You said you said one percent, the thirteen percent, and the eighty percent, and you said we're below eighty percent. That, yeah. That's telling you, darkly, well, at one time out here, it worked, worked for us, but, but, but historically, we are, historically, whatever the black man was economically uh, uh, prosperous as a whole, I'd say, was between World War One and World War Two, where, no, World War One. Uh, of the pre-civil rights uh, signing, where we have black hotels and restaurants and tourism and and and, and uh, other the bakeries, uh, uh, we had that we had places where people made clothes, uh, farmers. You know, we was a really functioning society until that civil rights bill. Uh, was were passed in the uh, 1963, 64, and um, 64. And um, I think that, put a, because we were able now to go downtown. We were able to shop at their stores. We were able to eat at their restaurants and buy their clothes. And, and more of us was getting jobs at their facilities for, for a lot. Of, of course, most businessmen, back, black businessmen back then were small business owners. And, but they did poor, poor people, you know. Uh, it, it was hundreds, it was, it was small numbers. But I say we got to take a look at that. You know, once we crossed over, just like anything else, music or anything else, once we economically crossed over, we lost a lot of our communities, which opened up, uh, uh, which opened up a whole lot of, lot of uh, negativity behaviors creep in because of depression and the, the, the uh, medical and mental health disease disorders 
that we started suffering because we weren't able to provide and keep our community uh, prosperous. You know, I heard that conversation before, man, I, and I, 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 I do kind of agree with that because uh, when because we were now able to move into their neighborhoods, we 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 neglected that we had prime land in our own neighborhoods. All we had to do was rebuild it and uh, clean it up. You know, right. but we lost that uh, we lost that that zeal to clean up our own backyard because we could move into theirs. And so I, I, I totally agree with that, man. The same thing. If you can go and work for someone else, why create your own business? But if you mm-hmm. cannot find a job, then you do the next thing that comes natural and you create a means of support for yourself. That is called enterprising. And so because we were able to integrate to some degree, you know, that did keep us down to a certain level. And, and again, man, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, because if you are going to work for someone else, he is going to control your progress. That's right. He's going to control right. that. So why would he elevate you above him or mm-hmm. equal to him? That is not going to happen. And so as long as we settle for I can I just go and get me a job, you will always be under someone else. You know, but that's not what the Bible teaches, man. The Bible says you are the head and not the tail. Right. You know, you know like, so I totally agree. You, you're, you're putting your own face, but you're putting your own face in someone else's hand, and 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 you can never, you, you can go, go so you gotta remember this. You can never be free unless uh, 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 you speak of independence, and, uh, uh, and and we are now a part of America. Uh, you know, we participate in their political, social, economic arenas. No matter how crazy it looks, we we still have to participate in it. Yes, Ken, that is yeah, a fact. Yeah, and, and, but but on the same hand, you know, like we talk about capitalism, just because you participate in capitalism this way, you can practice cooperative economics on this way. And and again, we're going to have to start, like you said, we're underneath the triangle. We're underneath it. So we're going to have to start there. There's one thing uh, I learned in my industry. We had a term in my industry called you meet the people where they are. Well, that's correct. You meet the people where they are. You don't try to be above them or below them. You meet them where they're at. And right now, we, we have a lot. We have a lot of people in this country that are self-employed, and they need guys, they need a team of people to go in there, help these individuals uh, 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 obtain the necessary paperwork, forms, skills, expense, or whatever, to help them market them, and that's what Queen Mother for Real Media is coming in, to help self-employed people the market self-employed people and give them the assistance to move to whatever level they need to move in. And that 
uh, 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 and, and and I think we have to start there. I think we have to start there and and see where it goes, you know. And uh, and, and but we have to trust and believe in each other. Remember, I, talk, I said early in the show, you know, we've been conditioned to think a certain way. Now we're gonna have to understand. Not each other. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 it's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. Check this out. All right, if I lose my job, I go get unemployment. Or if I run out of food, I go get food stamps. Uh, okay, if if my job cut my medical benefits, I'll go to uh, PA, public assistant, and get some more. You know, the government, you know, people rely on the government for certain things. But that's where the government used their, their subliminal control mechanism to keep people in line. But when you're not taking any resources and you got your own, that's why the Hasidic Jews talk so much mess in this country. The Chinese people talk a lot of mess in, the country, in this country. Even the Indians from India talk a lot of mess in this country. Because nobody they got the resources to back it up and it shows you economic unification, which we are lacking. Because we that is so correct. That's correct. Assimilated in their, in their culture. Matter of fact, we so assimilated so much in their culture and some of us don't even know that we have a African American slash black culture. <laughs> that's a that's a crazy statement. Uh, listen, I, I I totally understand what you're saying, but I want to talk about our topic, Ken. Now we're talking about black businesses in this country, and as you already know, we're one of the fastest entrepreneurial growing groups in this country. So there are plenty of black businesses out here. There's just not as many as the demand requires. You see, we need black-owned businesses to support, not just to support, but to supply what we need as a society. You know, even if it comes down to butter, beans, and cornbread, we need a business that's going to bring that to our community. And so that's what we're lacking. We're lacking the number of black businesses that uh, we need as a society because everything that we want has been watered down and we're not buying things that we that really it's not for us. You know, you remember that hair cream called Brill Cream? No, no. You know, it was a it was a hair cream that slicks your hair down, but it wouldn't work on coarse hair or black hair. It was just really for straight um, hair that didn't have any form or anything. It would just slick it down to the skull. And black people started buying that stuff, and and I, even I bought some of it, and it just it would just did not work. So I say that to say a lot of the things that. Uh, society presents doesn't really work for us, you know, and so we really have a lot of things they have now doesn't benefit us. It doesn't work for us. Our manufacturing and put into the slaughterhouse. Look at the way our foods are canned and whatnot. You know, everything's in bulk and masses and what have you. Our society, our our 
consumership society wasn't supposed to be like this. I mean, steroids in the food that and which which creates uh, 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 the, the uh, diseases of all kinds. Creates which creates obese. I had this sister come on this show uh, right before uh, the holiday. The reason I brought her on this show because it's coming for Christmas and everything, and she's from Kentucky, and she 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 works with child obesity, and she said like eighty five percent of our children are obese because of two reasons: because of the foods, that's right, and the lack of exercise. You know, only thing I'm saying, everything that's here, even the water that we drink. Basically, we we gotta buy our water, man. I pay a water bill. We gotta buy our water. You haven't heard of that? You gotta buy your water. I mean, about hundred years ago, no such thing. But now you gotta buy your water. Uh, about thirty years ago, Ken, it was huh? it was about thirty years ago, forty years ago. Uh, you didn't have to pay that much for water. My water bill is is over a hundred dollars a month. You know. Mm-hmm, a month, and when I bought my first house in 1977, uh, I didn't. My water bill didn't reach a hundred dollars in about three years. As much of wow. as much of it as we used, I had a family, and and it did not reach a hundred dollars in in a, over three years. That's how much we were not paying for water. Today, it's a monthly yeah, bill. So, so a lot of things that have that 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 they selling to us today is not good for us. And, and the things that we need, we gotta pay an arm and a leg for. You know, and and, and, and again, that's all a part. And, and I, I know I'm gonna keep on shooting uh, beating the drum tonight because I heard. Check this out. I'm watching, I'm watching Charlie Rose, or I'm off today, you know. So I'm watching Charlie Rose early today, right? And he had uh, the ex, oh, he had the leader, the majority leader of the Senate, I believe. And they would talk about economics, because they would talk about Donald Trump. And he said that, and I heard another Politicians said this last Saturday on another political talk show. We really got to evaluate the theory of capitalism. It's really, because no why? Because now there's a large number of white Americans that feel the economic pressure. And they really take a look, see, like, you know, they really look at that socialism, like something needs to be socialism. That capitalism ain't really for everybody. And I know socialism has been an ugly term in this country for the past uh, 75 years and whatnot. But uh, I think your wife is on the line. Hold on. Hello? Welcome to the show. Hi, how you guys doing? This is Monique Freeman. Hello, Miss Monique. Uh, hey, everyone that's listening out there, this is Ms. Monique. She called in. Welcome to the show, Ms. Monique. Thank you for calling in. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. So what, what are you guys talking about today? Tell me a little bit. Catch me up. 
All right, well, we're talking about oh, we black talked business. about how to get you out of the chair. Let me be the co-host. I think you lost your spot. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, is, Kenny is mad because you're doing your job. That's what it is. <laughs> well, you know what? That, that, is, that is for a later discussion. No, I'm not that mad. I'm always happy to do it. <laughs> but I appreciate you, Ken. I, I really do. I really do. So, So what's going on with the superior power right now? Well, we're talking about black uh, black owned companies and jobs, and we found out uh, put a report that in the District of Columbia, uh, job black owned companies are 28 percent of that uh, community of that of that block. So that is a that's a huge block, uh, which illustrates how vast we grow as entrepreneurs and how we need to really control more of that spending and more of that growth and pinpoint it to uh, more of our uh, neighborhoods. What do you think about how we can get there? Well, I believe how we can get there is first and foremost training. You know, we've got to teach our people how to become entrepreneurs. You know, we have to get them in that mindset first. We have to help them to understand the importance of being your own boss, of growing your own company, of being uh, participatory uh, in economics without just being the ones that spend. So I believe that educating our people is one of the best ways to start. As you know, I'm I'm big on education, so I want to make sure that everybody has one. (laughs) Uh, So that would be the first. That would be the first thing. the second thing is engagement, uh, which is something I'm learning about now. You know, you can't get anybody to do anything. You can't. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink from it. So engagement. We have to find a way to engage people, entice them into learning more about business. You know, you can go to community college, you can go to university or wherever you go, and you can become, you know, a major in business management. You can do all of that, but is this something that you really want to do? So we have to find a way to engage our people, to teach them, to let them know that this is something that you might want to do. Think about the amount of money that you can make here. Think about it. We are, I ain't going to say that, I'm not going to say we're the victims, but sort of. (laughs) We are the main individuals that are targeted when it comes to pyramid schemes. You know why? We're targeted because we are easy prey. You tell us we can get rich quick. We're going to do it. If they say, we want you to sell legal insurance, but first you got to get an insurance certificate. What do we do? We run out, we pay that money, we give them money, and then they say, okay, we're going to put this in your account if you get 10 people to join, and they'll work under you. Or financial groups that do that. Because it's a get-rich-quick scheme. Capitalism, that's what what we're talking about. Right, it's capitalism. And we're the targets of that. But hard work. There are other nationalities, and and then there are some of our own, that understand hard work. You've got to put in the work to get the results. You've got to put in the work to get the results. I can't just walk up into McDonald's and say, hey, I want a job, and... I get the job, I make the hamburgers, I get my little check, and I'm mad because it's $5.98 $5. an hour or whatever it is. 
you know, and they are here, they're increasing theirs. We're putting in the work for somebody else. We're not putting in the work for ourselves. You got to put in the work for yourself. So that's another major. That is another major. So, yes, it, it first starts out with educating, and then we have to engage. So those are the two E's. And then finally, we have to guide. Because once we teach you and we engage you, it's hard to just get out there and say, okay, I'm going to do this now. Mm-mm. You need a little guidance. So there has to be coaching. we got to have some type of coaching within our culture, within our neighborhoods. We've got to coach our people. So those are the things that we need. We need education, engagement, and guidance. Miss Monique, she was right on the money. Right on the money. So, yeah, that's what we got to do. We got to stay in that vein, you know. We have to. It's important, you know. so we need a platform that's going to allow that type of those these type of programs to develop and then we need that platform to be able to get out there and execute exactly what you're talking about. So we need that program. I know exactly where we can find a program like that. We can find a program like that called SPEBA. SPEBA is the acronyms for the superior power in black America. Again, it started from a book. It's now a movement. That movement is about educating our young people about the importance of becoming entrepreneurs, not workers, but owners, operators. We have the platform already set up. All we need is more people to join this platform. And so we encourage everybody. We ask people to join to go to the website, www.tspiba, the Superior Power in Black America website. Go to that website. Go to the bottom of the page. uh, Register so that you may join this movement. This group is trying to gain 10 million members. With 10 million members moving toward one goal, and that goal is to uplift black America, 10 million members strong, we could literally move mountains. Yes, we can, and that's the importance of it. And we can move those mountains starting with educating, engaging, and guiding. You know what? You can't have a movement like that without doing it that way. So that's what the bylaws need to cover. Uh, It needs to cover the educational programs that would be uh, available under that platform. And so I would encourage anyone that has an idea on how to uh, present a program that would uh, use those three E's, education and engagement. uh, The the two E's and the G, yes. But you know what? We We don't have to have anyone else do it. See, when you educate yourself and when you have an understanding yourself, then you can teach others. You know, you can teach others. So when, you, when you're when you doing this yourself, you, you do a lot of self-study right now. You started this whole movement without anybody teaching you how to do it. The key is for you to know how to do this yourself. And once, you, once we do that, 
which I, I'm pretty good at teaching, huh? And I know the subject that we're talking about, right? So we teach That's others. Right. We teach others how to do it. And once we teach them how to do it, we move forward. You know what? You know what? You know what? What our biggest uh, dilemma is going to be, though, is going to be trying to reach people who just will not open up their minds. And I, well, that's I just, what engagement. Yeah. But that's what engagement is about. You have to come up with a way to engage. You've got to. You know what? When you want a kid to learn something, especially if it's a child that's let's say in kindergarten, first or second grade. You don't just sit that kid down in a, in front of a table with words. You get manipulative. You use you use toys. You use circles. You use That's what Ken just. He said, okay. "Reach them where they are." We, yeah, you find out where they are. What intrigues them the most? What makes them move? What makes them want to move? Most of these people love music. Most of our people love music. Find a way to incorporate that. That's a business. That's a business. Believe it or not, that could be a very big part of what we're doing because music moves people. Think about it. Got to be a way I, to incorporate that. I agree that. with that. Yeah. I totally agree with You know, that. what else? What else incorporate? What, what else engages people? What makes people think? What makes people happy? You know, the ability to spend. Well, if you're making money, what can you do? You can spend. If you're a member of Sam's Club, what do you get? You get a discount for being a a big spender. They have different ways of you making more money or you spending more money and then making more money. They have a way to get it. Costco, Sam, they all do it. You know, even H-E-B, even H-E-B uh, has right. a, a mechanism and right. how to get because, more money out of your pocket. People, because people like to eat. So when it comes down to teaching individuals how to become business owners, how to do things for themselves, how to use their power, you've got to reach them where they're interested and engage them. That's what what you do you think about that, Ken? Yeah. Well, yes, I'm, I think I'm, you might have stepped, stepped away from there. A uh, I'm here. Okay. I think, I think, I think Monique, uh, 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 hit on the head when you say engage them, and we got to go where they are. Remember, I say, said before, we got to meet them where they're at, and, um, uh, and that means uh, physically as well as mentally. You know, yes. Yeah, and it's a lot of. A lot of work, you know. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, look, guys, I've got to step away again. I apologize. But until this is over, until I reach my goal, hey, I am going to have to miss a couple of shows, at least the entirety of it. But you will hear me, and I will be a part of it. I'll talk to you guys soon, and thank you for tuning in to The Superior Power in Black America. Bye, Miss Monique. I'll see you later. <laughs> so that was very refreshing, I thought, Ken. You know, she came yeah. in with an idea and some structure, you know, and that's what we need to do. Uh, and the one thing that she did mention is uh, music as a method of engagement. 
I think that whatever it is, if it's on the basketball court, then we, we, we pull somebody off that court and we educate them, and then they educate the others. Yeah. And the first group, I think that we really need to include, and it's really thinking outside the box. We really got to talk to some uh, 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 young folks that are in the games. Of course, they have business sense, and they have organization. I mean, it's on the negative side. Uh, but, you know, you talk about engaging and meeting where they are, and, try, I, and you know, you can't save everybody. That, that's something you really got to keep in your back pocket. We can't, we, we can try to say everybody, but this is not going to be for everybody. Everybody's not going to be open-minded to this, even though they're being eaten up by our government, government and everything. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, like, it's, it, 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 you know, by doing what we're trying to do, a lot of things will happen. You know, the prisons will be, will, will, will be the population in the prison with black men will be reduced. Uh, uh, people, less people going to be on the welfare roads. More people going to be, uh, uh, be entrepreneurs and training programs. Uh, 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 and we'll be able to revamp the education system in black neighborhoods. Uh, uh, it's a lot of things we can do, but it's, it starts with a, a, a single step. Uh, start with the, the, the single first step. And, uh, but that's, that's how you become independent. That's how you become a strong nation within the nation, like other cultures, you know. You know, gotta remember these politicians and these corporations they disregard us. They only come around once every four years. There would be an afterthought in 2017, 2018. We don't have anyone that represents what happened to the Black Caucus. You know what happened to the Congress Black, the Black Congress Caucus. You know I, I forgot the name. We were so what happened? What happened to our representatives? What happened to yeah. our people? What happened to the people on a local level? That in some city, in some black city, you know, the the representation is good, but other black black predominantly cities, the representation is not good. So yeah, now uh, you know, there's there's main things we can do with this plan. But uh, it's just uh, it's just to take the one simple step, and it's gonna be you know you just gotta be consistent. And some people come around, and some people won't. Well, yeah, yeah, we you know can like a campaign. You gotta treat this like a campaign, like a politician. When they want something done, when they need the votes and the signature, they know how to get on every platform, every station, and everything. They know how to mobilize. And we need to take a page out of that. And, you know, you got to treat this like a campaign. Like a campaign. It's like a marathon. It's door to door, station to station, hand to hand. It's it's a lot of work, and, and we got to mobilize the team. And that's what we're trying to do right now is to get together a team. 
That's what we're trying to do right now. So, really, Ken, we are in the game. As we speak, we are in the game. We are engaged with this program, this platform. We are engaged. And what we're wanting to do is, again, invite people to the Superior Power in Black America website. There we can reach 10 million members to move the platform forward. You know, reach one, teach one, man. If we had 10 million people across the nation, now, that's not a large number when you're talking about 42 million, Ken. You know, we're talking about 10 million. Think about it. So you got four cents. You want one penny out of that four pennies. And so that's how small it is when you're talking about 10 million people out of 42. So it's a doable thing. And if we can get those many members, we can absolutely uh, engage people, you know, because in every community there's going to be a leader. In every community there's going to be a community movement. In every community there's going to be workers and protectors of that community. And, I, and I'm, I'm with you, man, uh, when you talk about the so-called gang. I'm writing a book about it right now. I don't consider uh, what people consider gangs gangs. I consider these people Americans, and they are just a simple group of people that is trying to get a need met. So if you take a bunch of people that is protesting for a certain thing, whether it's a PTA meeting or anything, whatever it is, uh, some legislation in a school, and you got a group of people that's dissatisfied with that legislation, they don't become a mob or a gang until their voices are not heard. And then they become angry and start acting out, and they, that becomes gang activity. And so that's what I consider the so-called gang. So what I'm thinking and how I feel about it is that we need to engage those people, those groups, and give them a purpose, give them the guidance that they need. You know, if they want to be uh, protectors of the neighborhood, by all means, we need protectors of the neighborhood from police brutality and uh, rape and gun violence and all that other stuff. We need those protectors. So we need those members that are grouped together that are doing, um, you know, uh, activities that's not conducive to positive in a positive way, but... 